Welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golic Family Podcast. We appreciate you making your way over here. We got some sleepy folks back from across the pond, some stories we'll get into there, and a special surprise interview, the first in the history of the podcast. Wow. Wow. I have butterflies. We have a guest. Everyone wow. here is very excited. And all these voices, if it's your first time here, you're wondering, why are there six people talking at me? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, there's, there's only, only five, five today, yeah, yeah. which I'll get into. <laughs> Can I Wait, live? who's gone? Who's Can gone? Can I set up the podcast? Jenny's no longer with us. Whatever. I mean, uh, she's whatever. with us, but no longer with us on this podcast today. Is she lifting? <laughs> probably. Oh, Jenny's probably grunting somewhere as she hoists weight. But uh, all those people I just mentioned, I am Michael Oak Jr. I am here alongside my father, Michael Oak Sr. You can hear us on ESPN Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, on a show called Golick and Wingo. My mom, Chris Golick, is here, avid Bears fan and birther of most of the people on this podcast, which is a weird way to (laughs) phrase that, and I don't know why I did that. I really struggle with that. Um, The other two people birthed by my mom on this podcast are my brother Jake, former Notre Dame and Cincinnati Bearcats tight end, and my sister, former Notre Dame swimmer Sydney. Uh, Missing, as we mentioned, is Jake's wife Janice, who is an avid weightlifter and amateur grunter. She is terrifying, and she is going to be really disappointed because on today's podcast... We have got a bunch of stuff we're excited about, but nothing we are more excited about than our special guest's father, as a family podcast, father of one of the biggest sensations in the National Football League right now. Gardner Minshew's dad, Flint Minshew, is going to join us on here. For anyone that hasn't we are so witnessed, excited. Wow. I mean, this guy is an absolute unit of a dad. He is, and I'll believe it when he comes on because word is that the Longs are looking to do a podcast and have him on, and since... <laughs> He may go on the Longs podcast before our podcast, so I really just hope this can work out. Yeah, we're trying. When we were in London, Jake saw Kyle, and it kind of re- reinvigorated the that we're definitely the bootleg family. Yeah, he's, he's, he's shocking in person. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? He's like an actual bear. He is. He, we were joking around in the lobby, and he, he like laughed and hit me on the chest, and I went into full cardiac arrest. <laughs> and, and listen, we joke around. We I played at the same time uh, their father, how Do we, we play. Do yeah, we joke around? Yeah, are we joking like, well, I think it's realer than ever. Joke yeah. around for the fact that we know them and we're friends with him, but we are yeah. the bootleg longs. They are they are royalty. We are uh we're, we're pond scum. We, yeah. We much. did everything yeah. just shittily the way they would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it a certain way. We, we, just, we had the same yeah. goals, but we just didn't hit those goals. Yes, they, exactly. we, they surpassed no, we them. They, no, we Mom, did not. Mom's crying again. Like <laughs> the last time this so the last time we came to this conclusion that we were the bootleg longs, my mother sobbed realizing that she had failed in raising kids to be half as good as Kyle, Chris, and Howie Jr., and now she's having it all over again and sobbing harder than she did when she found out she wasn't going to the Brady Bunch house. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I fail in everything I try to accomplish. Hon, we've been married for 32 Jesus. years. What are we yeah, calling that? Oh, my God. God. Take it easy. Jesus Christ. What is going on here? I, I, my self-evaluation has been terrible lately. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> The self-scout is getting a little too real here, so let's talk about something happier. You went over and cursed the Bears again in London, Mom. I I am 0 for 3. I went to the playoff game, I went to the opener, and I went to London. So, Mom, you grew up in Chicago. You're an avid Bears fan. Sydney worked for the Bears for a couple of years. Now dates their backup tight end and Ben uh, Broniker. And so you guys went over there. You, Sydney, Jake, and Jenny went over with Ben's mom to go watch the Bears play the Raiders in London, and they lost again. They did. And, you know, everybody blamed the playoff loss on Cody Parkey. It was me. It was me! 
It, it is your it's fault. It's becoming a trend. But forgetting that, uh, J- uh, uh, Jake and or Sydney, how, how was London? You guys were partying in London for like a week, so it had to be a good time. You guys pooped in pods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, talk about it's, that place. It's Go a lovely with- place. What was it called again? Sketch. Sketch. And it's almost like we had tea there, and it's almost like an Alice in Wonderland type of feel. And then Jake was the first to go to the bathroom, and he's like, oh, I got to go piss. And so he went, to go, <laughs> he went to go find the bathroom, and he came back like 10 minutes later, and he's like, my life just changed for the better. Like, the bathrooms are like pods. Like, you go into the pods, and like rainforest music plays while you're going to the bathroom. It's unreal. So is it like it's, a sensory deprivation tank Yeah, almost? so what it is, it's um, you go in behind two pink, kind of like French swinging doors, and then you get inside, and then it's just completely pristine white walls and two grand white staircases that lead up to about 15 of these eight-foot-tall eggs with toilets on the inside. Um, it's got like a rainbow ceiling and they play like meditation music in the eggs. I mean, it's, it's, it is, it's sensory overload almost. It was like peeing on acid. Like, <laughs> Mikey, you would have loved it. You consider yourself kind of a connoisseur of bathrooms. So. Yeah, no, listen, I enjoy whether it's a, a good, uh, I mean, so uh, ranking my favorite bathrooms in no particular order would be the bathrooms at any Barnes and Noble in America. <laughs> Those are, are, are an experience unlike any other. And then the bathroom in the, uh, Minneapolis airport. Oh, those they've are great. Redone. Actually, in 2016, they won an award for the best bathroom they in the country. They're great. They're great. Yeah. Can, can did I you just... get that award or what? Uh, I should be on the board for that award, <laughs> considering my say... cheeks have graced bathrooms in many places in this great nation, including all five premier South Bend dive bars. I have asked a question about your guys' stay in beautiful London, and the first place you talked about is where you go to the bathroom. Well, it was really it, something special. You would get it if you were there. I'm not even joking. You, you would. would get it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Instagram heaven in that. Bathroom. It was. I, there were chicks were flexing. Oh, that's that's there. the other thing. It was the it was it was both sexes in one bathroom. Really? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. unisex. Yeah. You just go into the the fully covered pods. pods. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Can we also talk about how everybody thought Jake was Bradley Cooper? Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. No. Tell us that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was shocking. There was uh, groups of people, obviously folks from all over the world. I got asked if I was. Um, the guy from American Sniper and like a, a hard Swedish accent by some guy. Um, I got free drinks from some waitress because she actually took a picture of me, thought I was actually Bradley Cooper. Um, and then the last night we were there, um, we were there with a couple of friends from Boston and we we're actually able to cut the line at a, a bar or a club because one of my friends told the bouncer that I was Bradley Cooper and they let us right in. So you used, you didn't dispel it. You used it to your advantage. I'm very no, proud yeah, of you. Took, took it full advantage of yeah. it. It was, uh, it was shocking, but it worked. That's a bummer because I was in LA this week and I got told to go to the back of the line because someone thought I was Zach Galifianakis on hard times. No. Oh, wow. no. Come on. You've seen better no. days. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. So, uh, celebrity sightings and London bathrooms is your biggest takeaways from the trip. I mean, did you guys do any of the stereotype London stuff? Oh, I did. We went to Buckingham Palace. Uh, Big Ben is completely covered in scaffolding. It's unrecognizable Look, it's right Big now. Ben. So that we didn't, uh, you know, see much of that. We went to Westminster Abbey and we got there at one o'clock on Saturday or about one fifteen on Saturday afternoon. 
the touring stopped at one o'clock that day. So um, mom was highly distraught. Oh, I've been yeah. inside before, yeah, that, so have I. and it's really something to behold. And I wanted the, the rest of the group to go in. There are dead bodies everywhere in that thing. It's incredible. You're just going to church, and there's just dead folks yes. all over the place, like really famous ones yes. too. Like scientists are buried in Westminster Abbey. It's incredible. So we got to walk outside of it, and and, and it was a brand new <laughs> the stadium. It's so a brand new stadium, right? Westminster Abbey, right? What'd you say? I said the Longs would have gotten into Westminster. For oh, sure. Without, they would have had a special, like... Without the question. Longs are actually yeah. being buried there when they die. <laughs> exactly right. But the stadium is brand new, stadium's correct? brand new. It was built in April of this year. Like $1.4 billion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was great. It was they. They sold full donuts there. Full oh, the, yes, wow. Donuts. They walked around in the stand selling donuts. Like you walk around selling popcorn, they sold donuts? They sold donuts. Yes. Holy hell, that is awesome. I did hear that they ran out of food, though. Oh, really? That, that was uh, American pigs went <laughs> over here and just chugging all their food. Unbelievable. Yep. So they should have it square for next week when the game comes on. Wow. So next week's game. Gardner Minshew has been one of the best stories of the NFL season so far, and we are excited to be joined by his father, Flint Minshew, with us now on the Sorry in Advance podcast. Flint, really appreciate you taking some time for us today. Hey, good morning. I appreciate you guys reaching out. It's an honor. It's it's really cool, and I just got to ask because we reached out. We've seen you and really what your son's done from the other side. I mean, we're a family that's been around football for a while. I mean, what's it been like going through this all with Gardner, who went into the season as a backup? He was a guy that was a uh, six-round draft pick out of Washington State this year behind Nick Foles, who was paid a lot of money to come play quarterback there. How much fun has this been for you guys? Oh, it's been a blast. You know, he's been very fortunate. Everywhere he's ever been, he, he's gotten to play. And we, we were all a little bit curious how he would be as a backup because that's never, really never been his role. And, um, and it only lasts in like, what, six and a half minutes? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but, hey, but those six and a half minutes, I think he handled it pretty good. You know, so, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest plays out. I have to. I have a, a one football question because uh, uh, we we want to do a lot of the family stuff. But real quick, had he seen w- with all the comparisons to Uncle Rico? Did Gardner know of the movie Napoleon? Oh no! Yeah, boy, we we've seen that movie so many times. That's <laughs> one of those movies. I don't know if y'all have these movies, but like when you're at home and just kind of chilling or hanging out, and you flip around and that movie's on, and we just leave it on. You oh. know. Uh, Agreed. You probably figured out now. Another movie for us is Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, there oh, you go. That's one of those, uh, you know, in like, like you know, the Matrix. You know, the Matrix is on. You just put the remote down, and you know, you've seen it a hundred times, but. You know, okay. Oh, it's, it's, I'm with you. Shawshank Redemption. Everybody has one. Armageddon is mine. That oh, I don't, yeah. everybody. Nicholas, yeah. Anything Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Cage. Hey, but on Armageddon, though, you got to change it before you get to that crime part. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so Flynn, you're like us, right? That part just got you, right? Yeah, it does. No, no, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to, uh, Flint Minshew again, uh, father of Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania taking over the NFL quarterback for Jacksonville. So going, Going back and getting to that point, let's go go to college. When the thought was, uh, Gardner was talking about wanting to become a, possibly a coach down the road and maybe playing at Alabama to play under Nick Saban, but then ending up at Washington State. Kind of take us through that process of how we ended up at Washington State. Well, so we had the Alabama offer, and it's so funny, you know. And I know y'all heard the story about being unrecruited and all this. 
And it's so funny how great a player he became when he got that Alabama offer. All of these geniuses all of a sudden decided he was a good player and wanted to call him and offer him and things like that. So he was getting some other calls from other people. We sent his release literally to any Division One program that lost a quarterback uh, via graduation or um, – you know, being drafted or whatnot. And um, like I said, when he got that Alabama offer, that sure made a lot of other people really like him. And, uh, but at the end of the day, the Alabama offer was great. We'll always be grateful for it. It would have been a great opportunity. But he, he, he had one year to play, and he wanted to play. And, and at Alabama, you know, I don't think he would have really gotten that shot. Um, and, and, well, you know, we knew, we knew he wouldn't have gotten that shot. And, uh, so he, he really just wanted to go somewhere where he could compete and, and go play. What was and it then, like? of course, Leach's people start calling and gauging interest. And by the time Leach called, he we he was like, if he, you know, of course, if the head coach calls you, they're going to offer. So we had, he had already decided if Leach calls, I'm going. What was it like the first time you guys met Mike Leach? Because oh, he's yeah. a character in he his own right. <laughs> I tell you, the thing that's so awesome about Coach Leach is he is the same person. So <laughs> we, we, we get to Pullman, and they're having like a ladies' clinic. And some lady had talked talk him out of his sweatshirt. He switched sweatshirts with her. <laughs> and, and so he's wearing the sweatshirt. And so the first 10 minutes that we met Coach Leach, he was literally talking about that he liked – I can't even remember the brand it was, that he really liked starter sweatshirts because of the neckband and around the wrist for this, and it was different than these sweatshirts. And it's like, okay, hey, good to meet you, you know. And, uh, but, uh, but he, he, he literally is a genuine person. He's the same person all the time, um, which is very refreshing. You guys, like, you know, y'all, y'all know more of these coaches and been in and out of recruiting and then the pros. And, you know, as well as I do, there's many sides – to many of these coaches, and he's the same guy all the time. That's got to be refreshing because, like, it let Gardner be who he is too. And there's something to be said exactly. for that. Yeah, exactly. He, hey, he doesn't care if you can play and you can lead and you can do the things you need to do to be a quarterback and a leader on the team. He could care less about a mustache or whether your shirt's tucked in or or whatever. You know, you just take care of your business. And do what you're supposed to do, and I'm I'm not sweating those small things. That's awesome. Hey, Flint. Uh, as a mom, I want to ask you about the women in your family. Um, I know your mm-hmm. your wife played basketball. Your daughter, one of your daughters, is um, an, a student athlete right now, and the mm-hmm. other daughter is a dancer. I understand. Can you talk a she little was bit a about dancer in she, high school? She, she was. She stayed injured more than the other two put together. Did she? Dancing took us in the in the rehab clinic more than any any of the other stuff. Seriously, but uh, what was that family atmosphere like with that, you know a house full of athletes like that and the girls with with your son? You know, I guess we didn't know any any different. Just like you guys, right? I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all have it in, in every direction, and that's just how we were. I mean, when they when started off, uh, Gardner playing you know baseball and soccer and football, and then Meredith comes along and she gets into dance at an early age, and then. The good thing that helped us a lot was about the time Gardner started getting out of all the club sports and all, Callie was rolling into that. So my wife would go with Meredith, and I would go with Callie most of the time. And uh, 
And so it was just, well, you know, you really don't know any different. Yep, you just divide One and conquer, right? <laughs> early age, too, is you never get those years back. So we, we were going to enjoy them to the fullest. Yep, that's what we always say. Enjoy it because it goes by in a blink of an Seriously, eye. Seriously, though, who was the best athlete? Oh, no doubt Callie is now. All right. Um, I mean, think about it. Callie's a, a true freshman. She's a six-rotation outside hitter for Mississippi State. She never comes off the court. Hell yeah. Yeah, awesome. good for her. <laughs> and could have been a Division One soccer player as well. She had Division One offers. Wow. In soccer. Wow. So, no, if Gordon was as good an athlete as her, y'all would have been you know, he would have been picked up way earlier. He wouldn't have taken the journey he took. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Flynn, Sydney here. I have a question. Um, how does it feel to be an Internet sensation? Like, were you aware after the first game that Gardner started for the Jaguars that, like, everybody was obsessed with you on the Internet? You know, of course, you got all these so-called buddies that love to send you all these things. You know, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so pretty Pretty, pretty early on, and I dealt with some of that at Washington State too. Uh, you know, and I'm always worried. You know, my my mother, my wife will be watching the game, so if I want to drop a blank bomb or something like that, I <laughs> you know. um, so I mean, I, you know, it's all good. Good. I mean, we we've always been real comfortable in who we are, and that that's the one thing I think people like about Gardner, and, and that's how we are. It doesn't change. You shouldn't change who you are. So you just got to be yourself. So I guess going along with that, um, since that picture has come out, it's become abundantly clear that you're an absolute unit of a human being. Uh, to, to the point where my wife, my wife looks hey, at I me would differently feel a lot now. Better if this was coming from one of the ladies. But <laughs> so well, true. So true. I guess I'm asking on behalf of my wife. Then we'll put it that way. Yeah, Jenny couldn't be yeah. here today, so Jake's okay. speaking on okay. behalf of her. Oh, so speak thank you so much. You got it. So I. Uh, so what? Take us through. I guess what your workout routine is because you are a horse, <laughs> and my wife really wants to know. You know, and I hate to disappoint. Uh, now I used to be like a. You know, you spend the first 25 years of your life trying to put on weight, and then the next 25 years trying to keep weight off, and I do a lot of body weight type stuff as far as, uh, you know, the TRX straps and kettlebell work. And, you know, the Minshews are all pretty big folks. And so, really, I do more to just try to keep weight off my own joints than I do anything else. I'm not very good at that because I, I enjoy to eat, too. <laughs> so, I, I, and, you know, when people ask you that, and I told them on the NFL Network that I ran marathons, and I always just tell people that because, what are you going to say to that when somebody asks you, you know, uh, oh, I do 10 sets of this and five sets of this. But uh, so really just do a lot of, a lot of like body weight, kind of, I hate to say high intensity, but kind of combine my weightlifting with my cardio and uh, that that type of work. So, so he's basically a genetic uh, freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. you're a genetic freak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we made my dad and he's like my height. We're both like six feet tall. He was probably 350 pounds. And, um, and probably when we buried my grandmother, her calves were as big as mine. So, wow. you know, it, 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 uh, it's kind of one of those things. It, it, you know, and it's a blessing when you're younger. And I hate to say it's a curse. I mean, I'm thankful for everything we have. But, you know, as you get older, that, that way it's harder to get off. Uh-huh. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we don't believe we, me. I know that. We definitely know the feeling. <laughs> but you mentioned you mentioned your dad and obviously the strong lineage there. 
also heard the story coming out as everyone was kind of playing catch up, getting to know Gardner through all this. Did your dad really want to name him Beowulf? Because that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, he really did. And, and you know, my dad was real, real, real well read, and he, he had his uh, doctorate in criminal justice, and uh, just and and he had a good reason for it because Brett Beowulf, you know, the, the fable was a, was a great warrior and all that. So the justification was there. But um, that's about as far as it got. <laughs> wow. That would have been wow. awesome. That was a great on a birth certificate. Hey, hey, and the great thing, if, you, if your name is Beowulf, you better be a good fighter because you, you know you're going to be fighting your whole life. No Boy, doubt. that's the truth. Yeah, if you meet a Beowulf out at a bar, you have to fight him, oh, right? Oh, you have that's to. Or buy him a drink, right. one of the two, yeah. Hey, and I, he, he threw out Tarzan and Elvis, too. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that but, is but, but awesome. Really, Beowulf is what he wanted. Oh, oh, wow. Tarzan, Elvis, or Beowulf. And you know what? Gar- I said Gardner Minshew yeah, still got a good yeah. ring to it. Now, is it also true that if uh, if you are a junior, you get called Bubba? Was that one of the other uh, factors behind yeah, this? Yeah, so surely everybody by now knows that I'm Gardner Flint Minshew, okay? And he's Gardner Flint the second. And my wife, yes. So the reason he is not junior is because in Mississippi and I'm sure in other southern states, if you're a junior, you are, you are known as Bubba or as, or as junior. You know, so she wasn't going to have that. I can tell you, as a, as the Mike Golick Jr. in this conversation, I am so pissed that I was not born in the South because getting called Bubba Golick would have been the highlight of my life. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. I, hey, and no offense, no, no nothing against all the Bubbas and Juniors out there. I, <laughs> no, exactly right. Not what she, that, that's not what she wanted. She wanted. With, with, with some people, it just fits. That's oh, yeah. All it exactly. Is. Exactly. Uh, Flint... Really, uh, just uh, couldn't be more appreciative of you taking some time with us here. This was an absolute blast. Watching your son and his mustache go off in the NFL has been an unbelievable amount of fun for all of us. So thank you guys for sharing your son with us. This is really cool. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm glad y'all reached out. It's an honor anytime. I mean, hey, who doesn't like talking about their kids? Absolutely. We appreciate you doing that as well. Sounds like a great family, great upbringing there. We appreciate it, Flint. Thank you very much. All right, y'all have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. How about that? I think I love him. <laughs> I was going to say, is he just the coolest? He's awesome. Is he just the nicest person ever? Like, I mean, do I, I can't tell you guys how badly I want to get drunk with the Minshews. Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah. true. Let's make this happen. Like, yeah. I, I, man, Thanksgiving dinner with them. Great taste in movies. Cries in Armageddon like any good well, God-fearing I mean, American. How do you not? It didn't even hesitate to say his daughter's volleyball player is the best athlete in the family. We yeah. had our first interview. Yeah. How about that? All Can right. we ever top it? Can we top it? I don't think so. I don't know, man, but that was a strong performance from everybody all around. Yeah, so good job by everybody. Cer- certainly appreciative of Flint coming on yep. and it chopping awesome. it up with yeah. us a little bit. It was awesome. A really cool addition to the, now official, our first true friend of the podcast. Yep, it is. There you go. Love we tried that. to make Tony Facillo the first one. We tried. Oh, my God. Can't forgive him. No, hey, no. Jake, Jenny is going to be so bummed she missed that interview. Oh, yeah. my God. They're, too, they're the same person. They are. Yeah. This is they the really first are. interview or the first podcast Jenny is missed. Yep. Wow. And it's with her... Her doppelganger yeah, on, the, her, on the male side. Mom, yeah. you know what we've got to do now? We've got to do the follow-up. You've got to get Flint a hat. If you come on the podcast as oh, a guest, you got to send him a hat. That's true. That's true. I'm going to send him some swag. How about that? <laughs> and, and you know what? If they show him in the stands and he's wearing a hat, maybe? He's going to say, free marketing. That's it's well, how we're talking about it. It's if the long send something is called swag, if we send something that's called shit. So <laughs> we're going to send him send some, some shit. shit. <laughs> we're going to send him some shit. <laughs> <laughs>
I think that might be our moniker from now on when we send yeah. people stuff. Here's some <laughs> shit. Here's some it's shit packed like Tommy Boy's luggage yeah. in a garbage bag covered in duct tape. No, it needs to be in the box from Tommy Boy with the guarantee on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed oh, this, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this has got to be you. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Well, I don't Flint's even know where to Flint's go my dad now. Dear God, wow. well, <laughs> what did you say, Jacob? Nothing. Just keep on moving. Oh, we, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Forgot to ask him if he thought he could beat your ass. I yeah, know. I'm glad we didn't ask that because he'd have been nice and said no, but we all would have known the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, felt, it felt right in that You know moment. what? He sounded like a nice guy, nice family guy. He does. Guy. I'm what excited nice to family. see this yeah. happen for them. I was going to say, makes it, makes it easy to root for. I, yeah. I couldn't stop shaking my head, though, when he talked about how once he got the Alabama offer, is that he all unreal? of a sudden was something everybody wanted. Is that, that, it's, it's, it's just stunning the way that works. That's like, an exact science. The whole high school rating thing it's is like, just such a joke. It's like the Rams quarterback if, or uh, coach. If you had lunch with him, then you can get a head coach. You get a job, yeah. Sean McVay, yeah. It's so interesting. Uh, it really is. So very <sighs> cool stuff there. I mean, we're we're, we're I mean, we're not really going to top that. We're excited. I know for us, this dates the podcast a little bit, but going to South Bend for the Notre Dame USC game this weekend, we're going to do the show there. So really excited about that. What we're doing with our contest winners, I know a lot of that is done through Golik and Wingo, but we right. feel like this is certainly an extension of that family. And you can find, sorry in advance, in the Golik and Wingo podcast tab on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. You can also download, subscribe, rate, and review in the sorry in advance tab on Apple Podcasts where you get those. So make sure you do all of that good stuff. Let's hit the mainstays right now. We got a couple would you rather's for this week. Some slightly more humane ones. It well, sounds like th- they were because we were thinking of doing it with Flint, so we were going to go more humane. Now he's not here, so I was looking for some bad ones. But anyone I can't... got a fucked up one? We can do. <laughs> yeah, and, and there she is, ladies and gentlemen. There she is. I mean, there's a really, really tame one. If you were reborn in new life, would you rather be born alive in the past? Or the future? Did we do this one already? Or I don't did know. we just, just think about act it? Act like we didn't, okay? Uh, and just answer the damn question. I future. Future. Flint wouldn't talk to his wife like that. <laughs> Jesus. You know that? Yes. Future? Your future? I think future. The past was awfully... Too much like, bad shit has gone on in the past. But you could maybe go back and change. I mean, you? worse shit has gone on in the future. I don't know. I, I'm not really happy with either right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair. All right, what a horrible question. I, you know I'm what? sorry. I am. I'm. I am going to rock with the past. Are you? Because in the future, the robots. Who knows when they take over? Oh yeah, you have that fear of the robots. All right, how about this then? A long uh, beginning and end. Would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? What? Oh, I don't like these. Dad's wow. getting super philosophical. Yeah. I mean, they're both going to be very similar, which is fire and explosions. Yeah. My question was, would you rather be itchy or sticky? <laughs> sticky? Yeah. Jesus. It shows the two scopes of what we're children. working with. I mean, for God. sure, sticky. No, itchy. No. What? You're, you're, no. You'd rather be itchy, Jake? Sticky. Sticky. Constantly uh, itchy? Constantly, I'll take constantly if you over, I, but for, in, for sticky, no in way. What world? Really? You're just itching yourself all the time. Oh my god! Sticky only becomes an issue when you come into contact with something else. No, but like when you just like when you like close your hands and like you, you, everything sticky, clothes on your body, you roll over in bed, yeah, yeah. But, you're covered in hair but, all the time. But itch is like itch can drive you insane. I was like, gonna say I'm much more likely to have a nervous breakdown because I'm itchy all the yeah. time. Yeah, 
I don't know. They're both horrible. They're I'm both going talk. sticky, mostly oh. because I'm pretty much always sticky anyways. So I was going to say, that's much closer to our MO as a family. We're fat and covered in syrup. Just going back to when Sydney left Africa, she was, remember, we had the whole story about how she cried because Jake told her she sm- smelled and everything. Well, oh, yeah. yesterday she got off the plane from London and had shit all down the front of her, her clothes. I spilled beef juice on my white shirt hey, girl. and coffee. Hey, girl. All right, here you go. Here's one more. Nice along. to know that having a boyfriend hasn't changed you. It hasn't. Hey, along, be myself. Along our lines, would you would you send your nudes to a stranger or send your nudes to an ex? I don't have an ex, so stranger. I, yeah. Well, I just the ex has already seen me naked, so it's nothing true. shocking. But then they can use it against you if yeah. it was a bad. Yeah, if it was a bad breakup. That's fine. I hope my updated nudes get used against me a lot better than my college nudes. Oh my is your God. is your face in the nude or is it just your stuff? Just your oh. stuff. you know what? It, it doesn't really specify, so I guess are they you can like go... tasteful nudes? I want to. Are stop these like these raunchy? Ones. Are they raunchy? Yeah. I would go with raunchy. Let's just go with raunchy nudes. You got to. Your, There's only one type of nude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, me wearing a horse mask in a room on fire. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've I've got a sword in one hand and a bud heavy in the other. Oh my god! Okay, Flynn's we... gonna ask for his interview to be deleted yeah. off the podcast. <laughs> I'm so... We really held it held it together with it here. We, we tried to act really respectable. And all right, then... no, this, no. Is, this is like verbal constipation. We kept all this inside for that entire time and just spewed it out. <laughs> it's this word end. vomit. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this is. Wait, we're not doing any more. We're, we're, do- we're, we're done. We're done. We're done. Let him do it. Let him do it. No, let him do it. One for Mike and Jay. Go ahead. Do it. Sorry, Flint. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Get it out. Oh, okay. Um, would you rather your girlfriend was an ex-porn star or your sister was currently a porn star? That's tough. <laughs> wait, wait, well, it's your sister currently or your wife? Is your, would you rather your your girlfriend be, be a former porn, porn star, star or your sister be, be a, a current porn star? God. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me? This isn't even a hard one. What You're going to say your sister? No, what? what? You're gonna, no, because he's going to say your ex or your, your I want, I want my ex. current girlfriend to be a former oh, porn okay. star. Yeah. Okay. Man, she's been through That's it, like though. A, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's been through Okay, we're done with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You brought it All up. All right, I did. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent for that is, because I mean, like, that's like going to the batting cages every time with Barry Bonds with you. Like, that's awesome. What? Like they're super mm. experienced. Yeah, oh, like okay. when you get into their yeah. chosen field, they're going to know what to do. Okay, I'm, can we stop? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm totally uncomfortable. I'm happy both you guys didn't say your sister currently. So oh, I don't want to navigate that, that mind. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's Jesus. go to reviews then, shall we? We're done. All right, I have two two Christ. reviews. One is called Help. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, love the podcast. My only complaint is I wish it was longer. We get that a lot, but. We we don't think it would be a good no, idea to go no. longer. We are lazy. Yes. Yeah, we and also we run really, out of things to say. We do. We got to keep you guys wanting more. Yeah. She yeah. says, as a mom of three boys, ages four, two, and nine months. Oh, they're not listening God to this, are they? Uh, I need something to make me laugh and occasionally drown out the whining, fighting, and crying. This is a perfect solution. I think we do all that on here too. Whining, fighting, yeah. crying. Yeah, oh. I would suggest maybe alcohol for her. Yeah, wow. that, that fits appropriately. As a mother of three kids, who I'm assuming were just as rambunctious, 
Do you have any advice for how to survive my kids through adulthood? My mom, who once oh, flying alone with me and my brother, begged for God to crash the plane. She is so miserable. It, it was you alone, and I was pregnant with Jake. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. And you had peed through your clothes. And, and you were <laughs> sitting next to a lady in a satin shirt. Like a silk shirt, yeah. and I just wanted you, it to she, be She over. actually begged for the plane yeah. to go down. I mean, seriously. Wow. So it's like I, that old SNL sketch, give me cancer now, God. Yeah. yeah, so there's your advice. Yes. So there's that one. And then listening to the latest podcast, my 14-year-old and I religiously listen together. Thank you, Sydney, by the way, for being my after-school special teaching my kids to always read packaging and <laughs> for teaching what a suppository was. I'm glad I can help the youth in yes. any way. Yes. Anyways, you make me pee with the latest Would You Rather... <laughs> I was gagging. And, I was gagging and laughing so hard that a forty-year-old woman wet her pants. You guys are the best. None better. Thanks. I'm looking forward to some every other week. Thank I'm so you. sorry, Flint. Yeah. Wow. By the way, yeah. I have an emergency edition of this review. Oh no! I just had a missed call and a follow-up text. From our friend Jordan Rudolph. Okay. Jordan Rudolph, who went to St. Mary's when we were there, is the wife of uh, my former teammate and roommate, Kyle Rudolph, texted me and said, I'm sure you're probably sleeping. I just caught up on the podcast and like you to know I am driving in my car gagging and have tears in my eyes at the thought of swallowing a chunk of hair. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up. Then Sid went there with the pubes, and I'm full-blown dry heaving. Thank you for that this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's wondering about that, go back and listen to the last podcast and you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna gag yourself. Yeah. It's easier to get down once you. All right. Are are we done? I mean, seriously. Do we think Flint's even gonna want to listen to this now? No. 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 Subscribe. Rate. Review. Oh God. Listen to the last couple of podcasts if you (laughs) also want to dive into this hell of our creation. Mm. Thank you as always for sticking around and this time, honestly, I mean it. We are sorry in advance. I'm not.